0: My property richer, everybody love him. we that came up, I'm a sparkin' off orthodox they don't feel the name but they say the music dope, dope, everybody love him. we done came up, I'm a sparkin' off unorthodox,
1: on the on the regular, on regular,
0: Hey everybody! Welcome to the B Podcast. we is co-host James with Jake. Episode one eighteen, super super wild card weekend review. What's today Tuesday. Uh yes. Jake, happy Tuesday. How's it going?
1: You know it's going great. Twenty twenty one. We heard of the carry, so let's get absolutely, going. Good absolutely
0: absolutely definitely definitely agree with you. Absolute time to carry out here. Um, Well, let's get straight into talk. Let's talk about um, one of the best uh, three-day periods uh, in the year, to be honest. Well, let's talk. Let's let's talk about uh, Monday first. Let's go in reverse. Um, Talk about Monday first. Um, For those who don't know, the national championship college football was yesterday, in which um, Alabama uh, played Ohio State, in which they absolutely crushed, a.k.a. Alabama crushes. Ohio State, 52-24. to 24. Um, I mean, there's really, really not much to say about this game, to be honest. I mean, Jake and I, and even Gelf and Swood for a little bit watched the game. Um, I mean, Ohio State, they, looked, uh, they did not look sharp at all. I mean, they, they were missing some key guys. Um, they tried to keep it close early. I think at one point it was 14-14 but after that bamma gonna Bama, right they're just gonna you know absolutely just go on a tear score a bunch of points and you know you just cannot stop them um just a one important note here is that the Monty smith really has submitted themselves as one of the all-time good receivers in college football and i think um i think Jake, you would agree with me correct
1: yes i do i agree with you
0: yeah so um for those who don't know i mean his stat lines is absolutely insane um 12 catches this was all in the first half for those who don't who didn't watch the game he did get hurt uh i think towards the end of the first half uh i think he did i think he broke his finger um it is what it is but again 12 catches uh 215 yards three tds averaging almost 18 yards a catch i mean the guy's insane um did a really good job back jones had five tds only sacked twice Najee harris 22 carries uh 79 yards for uh for two touchdowns um just an overall great effort defensively and offensively for Alabama. Ohio State, on the other hand, Justin um, Fields did not look good. 17 for 33, 100, not 194 yards, only one TD. Um, he was also the leading rusher. They were without Trey Sermon. their starting running back. I think he got hurt on the very first play of the offensive series for Ohio State, uh, which is massive. Feels bad. Actually had to be uh, taken to the hospital uh, mid-game. I think what they were saying is that he might have broken his collarbone and it might have been pretty bad. Uh, because he had to be taken straight to the hospital. Um but Master Tate the third um came in second in rushing sixty five yards. He also had he had two TDs. So I mean he was helping with the scoring, but other than that, Ohio State's defense could not figure it out against Alabama. Um, and I mean with that Ohio State uh loses. Bama is the national champions. Shout out Karina Cody, one of my friends, uh she went to uh, uh Alabama. She had to see the greatness that is going on over there, which is absolutely insane. Congratulations! Well, let's move on to NFL football. Super Wild Card Weekend. It will start about. We'll start with the first game that happened on Saturday. Um, pretty solid game, actually. Um, it was um, the seventh seed Colts for the Colts versus the, uh, the seventh seed Colts versus second seed Buffalo Bills. Uh, for those who don't know, Jake and I both took the Bills in this game. Um, the Bills did win, even though the, their offense started very, very slow. Um, but they were able to figure it out, um, winning the game uh, twenty-seven to twenty-four. So, Philip Rivers, um, he hasn't decided yet if he ha- is going to retire. Jake, do you think he retires? I mean, we're still waiting on a statement from him. But what do you think?
1: I think if, if it's not, if he doesn't play with the Colts. He's retiring. Like if the Colts want him back, I think he's going to stay though and play another season. Yeah, I think.
0: Yeah, I mean, he did have. I think he sent a two-year deal. I think one, uh, one. I think it's a player option, so he does have the option to opt out if he would like to. Um, but yeah, I mean, he did throw two touchdowns in this game, three hundred yards. Uh, Jonathan Taylor looked good in this game somewhat. Twenty-one carries for twenty-eight yards uh, and a touchdown. Michael Pittman Jr., the rookie out of USC, uh, had a day for himself. Five catches for ninety yards. Um, Jack Doyle had a touch and Zach Paschal had a touchdown for the Colts uh, but it just was not enough um, and like I said, the key to this game for the Colts was turnovers, turnovers turnovers um, they were not they were not able to get any turnover turnovers this game and they only had uh, two sacks on Josh Allen so they ultimately failed in that department obviously losing, but on the other hand Josh Allen looked like the quarterback that we've come to see at the beginning of the season towards the end of the season uh 26 to 35 300 plus um passing yards two tds also the leading rusher for the team you add another rushing touchdown to him 54 rushing um yards and then again what we've been seeing Stefan Diggs having a career year over in buffalo six catches under 28 yards and a td just that their connection is just insane uh, one of the best connections probably yeah top five quarterback receiver duo in the NFL, Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen um, playing really, really well over in Buffalo, getting that win. Um, but during the game, uh, pretty much the all, all, I think the last round the game, there was a very controversial call on the field. Jake, why don't you talk about it?
1: Yep. So it was fourth quarter of about like 40 seconds later or something, uh, fourth down and 10. Phillip Rivers has to complete this so the season's over. Throws a pass to Zach Pascal on like a little like in like out route or like in out route, route to the, the hell it right. was. Um he catches the ball, goes down to the ground, but doesn't give himself up, gets back up, fumbles the football, bills recover it, and when you're watching it like in full time, you think he's already touched down, doesn't matter. It's not a fumble, it's not a fumble. Then you watch the replay, and you quickly realize yeah, it's a fumble. It's a fumble. Definitely a fumble. Well, the, the referees, um, I guess they see a different game than we do in different angles. Um, or just don't see the angles at all. And just hope and pray they can get the right choice. But they ruled him to be down. Meaning that Bills didn't have the ball. It's still Colts' ball, and Colts still had a chance to win. And we look at the replay, he wasn't down.
0: Yeah, uh, you look at the replay, like Jake said, his knee was clearly not touching the ground at all, even though he had gotten touched. The ball pops out, the Bills recover, like Jake said, and it was still Colts' ball. Obviously, it still went in their favor winning the game, but that was just... If you guys watched the game this weekend, there was some really horrific (laughs) reffing this entire weekend, and Jake can definitely agree with that um but yeah well let's move on to the second game of the saturday super super wildcard weekend with the six-seeded los angeles rams took on the third-seeded seattle seahawks um i had the seahawks in this game not thinking that jared goff was going to go in there and i mean he played pretty well you'd say he was a game manager this game uh but the rams did pull through and that is who jake picked in this game jake why don't you talk about the game
1: yep seahawks rams i didn't watch the final quarter of the game um I was on the way to my grandpa's house in Alameda, so I didn't get to watch the final quarter. Uh, but Jared Goff didn't start the game; he had a broken thumb that he's a broken thumb, yeah, broken thumb that he suffered in Week 16 against the Seahawks in Seattle. So he didn't start the game, but he was active. But whoever who started the game for it was John Wolford or Wofford who started Week 17 that got him into the playoffs, and he was playing pretty well in that first quarter. Then there's a play near near the goal line where he's like going for a run. He, like, dives forward or something. I think he dives forward. Then Jamal Adams hits him head-to-head, and he's down in the, in the Hits corner. him with the
0: shoulder, actually. Not even head-to-head. Uh, head. Hits crazy. him with the
1: shoulder and the head. And he's... So Walford's down on the ground. He gets taken out of the game. And then Goff comes in. You know, as we've been saying recently that you can tell if Goff's going to be good by the first throw. And his first throw was 25 <laughs> yards out of bounds. And we thought, yep, going to be bad. And he wasn't great. <laughs> but he wasn't terrible, either. He was... He did enough. He just didn't. He the goal was to not turn it over, and he didn't turn it over. And the Rams get a pick six. They made it thirteen to three, and they win the game thirty to twenty. And Russell Wilson had a pretty bad game.
0: Yeah, yeah. Russell Wilson, like you said, had that pick six off a receiver screen. Uh, I forget who took it to the house, but yeah, that just really much changed the game. Um, Russell Wilson played like complete shit. Um, 11 completions were on 27 attempts, 174 yards. I mean, he did throw two TDs, but he did throw that interception, like I just said. It was just not working out for them um, offensively for some reason. And we saw that today that they actually fired their offensive coordinator, Brian Schottenheimer. Um, Pete Carroll and him had their meeting last night. They said they were not agreeing on the offense. And, well, I guess uh, Pete Carroll also wants to run the ball. So it feels bad not letting Russ cook. You hate to see it. It is what it is, but, yeah, that's what it was. And then for the Rams, obviously, golf didn't play as well, as, uh, like Jake said, but enough for them to win 9 of 19, 155 yards, did throw a touchdown. But um, the run game for the Rams was what really
1: – Cam Akers had, like, 28 rushes for 132 yards.
0: And a touchdown. So he did play played really, really well. Um, one major thing that happened during this game was that, Cooper Cup did get hurt. I d couldn't see what had happened unless Jake, did you see anything about Cooper Cup? There it was it looked like it was a knee injury.
1: Yeah, I didn't Non-contact hear anything injury. Yet. I haven't heard
0: anything. Um, but nothing has been disclosed. We have not I, I personally and Jake, like you said, has I have not seen anything regarding the injury. So um obviously to still have Robert Woods, Tyler Higbee, Gerald Everett. Um, but it's a big hit to the offense going forward. But yeah, again, the Rams did win. 30 to 20 let's move on to the night game of saturday in which pretty good game i i, I felt like um the bucks and the bucks were the fifth seed and the washington football team they were the fourth seed obviously winning their division they get the higher seed out of the mall um Chick and i both picked the bucks but there was at one point that you would think that wow um how why is this game so close uh the bucks did ended end up winning 31 to twenty twenty-three. 23 um Alex Smith actually did not start the game. Their starting quarterback for the football team was a guy by the name of Taylor Heineke. Um, 26 of 44, 300 yards in a TD, only sacked twice, did throw an interception, but man, the guy could play also led in rushing with 46 yards and also had a rushing touchdown. Jake, what are your thoughts on Taylor Heineke? I
1: thought he played pretty well considering everything. Um, he was really good in the pocket like he understood pressure and he had he's he's pretty fast too and he's pretty he's like short as well so he's hard to see, hard to tackle when he's in there. Uh, but I thought he played as good as as good as you can ever hope for for someone playing in that game in the playoffs. So I mean but he is I think he is a free agent after the season, after this season. So I'm not sure what they're going to do about that with him. He probably they probably will re-sign him just to be like a backup but if he is on the open market, maybe a team gives him like a deal that's, you know, not star I'm not saying starter wise, but like a good backup deal. Like a one like a two year like six two year eight million dollar deal or
0: something like that. Yeah, he's definitely proven that he can play in this league. Obviously you've seen it with how he played pretty well in the playoffs, like you said. Um I think there was something that he did hurt his shoulder on the on the um quarterback run that he had for a touchdown. Uh, feels bad, but obviously has all off, off season to get healthy. Um, and I do see this guy uh, playing in the league for some while as a backup. Uh, and it has a pretty good backup, obviously, that we've seen that he can play really well. So, yeah. One highlight I think is the football team's uh, defensive line. They go in 3 6 against uh, Tampa Bay. Um, Jonathan Allen, good. Darren Payne, good. Uh, Chase Young actually did get hurt during this game. Feels bad. Obviously wanted that blood uh coming out for Tom Brady but was not able to secure a sack. Um but it is what it is and I like the last note here is that Tom Brady's going to Tom Brady, you know. So 22 of 44, 381 yards, 2 for 3 uh two, two TDs. Um one to Chris Godwin and Godwin and then one to Antonio Brown who took it for 36 yards for a touchdown. Um and we did think that Mike Evans wasn't going to play or was going to be so I thought he was going to be somewhat limited. Played pretty well. Six catches, 119 yards, um, averaging almost 20 yards a catch, uh, playing really well. Um, Leonard Frenette also had a TD. Rojo is not the guy, right? I think he was hurt, so it is what it is. But yeah, Leonard Fournette, 19 carries, 93 yards, almost averaging five yards a carry and a touchdown. So they're looking to advance. Uh, they, they advance into the divisional round. Well, let's talk about uh Super Bowl card Sunday now with the first game in which it was the Tennessee Titans versus the Baltimore Ravens. You know, there's been a lot of history between these teams. We talked about it before in our preview, um, in which the Titans have taken the past two games, uh well, last year in the in the playoffs, in the divisional round, and now uh and the regular season this year and again now playing each against each other in the wild card. Um Jake and I both took the Titans. Feels bad. It was the Baltimore Ravens who took the game in this one. Um, The score, actually, pretty pretty low-scoring game. Uh, Only 20-13. to Um, Lamar Jackson didn't throw for a touchdown. But he did run in for one. He was also the leading rusher for their team. 16 attempts, 136 yards. Like I said, for a touchdown. He had a great run for 48 yards uh on that touchdown uh absolutely insane um i mean he still did he still threw 179 yards 109 of those to uh hollywood brown uh mark andrews had a couple catches uh they came out in the second half uh right after the halftime uh starting to uh ricard their fullback and josh Dobbins also had a touchdown nine attempts for 43 yards And they they just got it done against the Tennessee Titans. Um, Ryan Tannehill, who did throw a touchdown. Shout out to A.J. Brown on the very first TD of the game. Thanks for that, guys. Um, Ryan Tannehill did throw an interception. Also took one sack. Derrick Henry was held in check the entire game. Um, Only 18 carries for 44 yards, averaging 2.2 yards a carry. That's not going to win you football games, especially if you're a play-action team. Running the ball first and then passing feels bad, um, but yeah, Jake. What were your thoughts on this game?
1: Oh, the Titans already the Titans already signed Derrick Henry.
0: So, Jake, what are your thoughts on this game?
1: Oh yeah, uh, well, Derrick Henry, who I thought was a free agent, isn't because they actually signed him to an extension before this this season started. We were talking about that on Saturday, that is he a free agent? And I thought he only signed a franchise tag, but apparently he signed the franchise tag, and then they signed him to a four-year $50 million deal. So there goes my question of asking, Derek Henry, was this his last game in Tennessee? Because it's not. He has four more years there. But about this game, Lamar Jackson didn't throw the ball well. Um, Actually, in the first quarter, Lamar Jackson didn't throw the ball well uh, because there was that one throw he tried to throw deep down the field to I think Hollywood Brown. (laughs) that looked like it got taken into like a 20-mile-per-hour wind. So I thought, there's a lot of wind today. I went to check the, the weather. There was four-mile-per-hour wind. So he just threw a terrible pass. Uh, but his legs are so good that they run that they ran all over them. Um, you know, for our running back playing quarterback, he played as good as you can ask for. No, but seriously, um, he finally got the monkey off his back. They won a playoff game with him as, a, with him as the starter and are hoping to get another playoff win against the – bills this week um we shall see we shall see what happens there but a good win for lamar jackson and a good win for the ravens
0: yeah and like i said they advance um to the divisional round jake why don't you talk about the next game
1: yep next game bears versus the saints saints won bears suck and that's your recap of the game moving on
0: yeah let's move on to the sunday night game in which it was the Cleveland Browns versus the three-seeded Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, I had the Steelers. Jake's had the Browns. Um, and, wow, what an absolute tear the Browns had in the first quarter, winning twenty, winning the game 28-0 in the first quarter. Absolutely insane. Um, very first play of the game, the Steelers had the ball. Uh, Mike Pouncey decides to just snap it right above uh, Big Ben's head. Uh, the ball literally bounces into the end zone, uh, where the Browns pick it up and score a touchdown. Um The Browns did end up winning 48-37. to They started to come back, but the Browns were just... uh, They stayed steady, they stayed the course, and they did their thing. Um, Ben Roethlisberger threw 68 passes. Four of those... 47 completions, 501 yards. But the one thing here is that he threw four interceptions this game while still throwing for four TDs. Obviously, the turnovers off the points are not going to help you as a football team, so one of the big things that... Happened there. The run game was non-existent. Uh, James Connor, eleven carries for thirty-seven yards. Obviously, when you're from behind, that's gonna stop. Did um, you Smith Schuster, uh, Corvette Corvette, all over on uh, the field for thirteen catches, one hundred fifty-seven yards. Did have a TD. Um, Chase Claypool had two touchdowns. Another star. Another guy who um, is sad that they lost. Um, feels bad. I mean, when you talk your shit and you can't back it up in a game against, you know, the Browns are gonna be the Browns, right? Then. Feels bad. Uh, Becky Mayfield uh, decided to show up in the playoffs. Uh, 21 of 34, 263 yards, uh, three TDs. Uh, Nick Chubb, um, 76 yards and 18 carries. Kareem Hunt, eight carries for 48 yards. Had two TDs. And then Jarvis Landry doing his thing. Also had a touchdown, uh, five catches, 92 yards. Nick Chubb had a, touchdown, uh, had a touchdown catch for 40 yards, four catches, 69 yards. Nice. Uh, Austin Hooper also had a touchdown. Seven catches for forty-six yards. They advance to the divisional round as well. Um, as for the picks go, I went three and three. Not that great in the playoffs. It is what it is. Uh, Jake went five and one. Um, Very good. All he, all he needed was the Titans. The Titans, um, and they were the first game on Sunday, so feels bad, but. We'll be moving on to the divisional round. Four games slated for this coming weekend. Um, the Saturday slate is Rams versus Packers, uh, uh, Ravens versus the Bills, and then come Sunday, the Browns versus the Chiefs, and the Buccaneers versus the Saints. Um, should be all great games to watch. Obviously, playoff football is awesome, um, and you can't wait. I, I I can't wait until this weekend. It's it's only Tuesday, but I wish it was the weekend already. Jake, anything else to talk about during these games?
1: No, not really. Uh, I'm excited for what I think is the best weekend of playoff football, which is the divisional round coming up. Um, I'm excited for that, and yeah, no college football anymore. But hats off to the NCAA for getting the season all the way fi- all the way finished and being able to crown a national champion.
0: Yeah, shouts out. Um, thank you for listening to B Podcast as your coach, James, with Jake, episode 118, Super Wildcard Weekend review um come back on Friday we'll be having our preview for the divisional round but don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the BA podcast follow us on Twitter at BA underscore podcast one like us on Facebook follow us in the SoundCloud app also follow us on Spotify and also subscribe to us on the podcast app
1: Yep, make sure to subscribe, like, share, rate, review, unsubscribe, resubscribe. About 50 times again system. Electric we'll information industry for the past 35 months. we to have to get into the top 200 podcasts worldwide. We will take top 200 podcasts, sports, and recreation. But as you know, we should be started a podcast because it's 100 podcasts worldwide. If you do that, we'll give you a high five. today's episode. James?
0: I saw you in the parking lot earlier. That's how I know you.
1: Verdansk.
0: Or don't. Bye. Bye.